It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Wonder Sisters weekly radio show. This is Kim, and Andy will be on the line momentarily. I know usually she comes on first, <laughs> but um, we decided to try it this way this time because um, we had so many glitches um, because talk, she really has my phone number as the pin. So anyway, it's like, with all this technical stuff. So I'm here. We're here. I want to welcome everybody. Um, of course, if you've been listening to our podcast, you know that we're calling from beautiful Ribera, New Mexico, which is the northern part of the state. Um, it's glorious. I mean, the weather is like cool mornings. We sit outside in our, like, garden yard area uh, for coffee every morning and let the animals go outside and play. And, um, and then in the afternoon, if we're not doing this, we move all our chairs next to our casita uh, under a humongous tree so we can have some shade because the New Mexico sun gets really, really hot. Um, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Great. And then I see uh, Andy's here. So, um, hi, Andy. Hi, Kimmy. <laughs> so, okay, it all went smoothly this time. So, um, thank you so much again. We are continuing um, our series called the Unteaching Series um, because we consider ourselves the unteachers, um, continuing to teach ourselves and those of you who want to come along this ride with us, this spiritual path with us of unlearning these uh, thoughts, uh, habits, um, things that we do that we carry with us that don't serve our lives. They really don't help to bring us anything that we really desire or or a life that we really want to live. And in many ways, they can often hinder us from experiencing the freedom um, an expansiveness and, and just beauty of this life. Um, and so today we're going to be talking about judgment of each other's beliefs. And, um, and so um, I'm going to go ahead and, um, and let Andy, um, if she would, talk a bit about uh, what we're going to be discussing. And then I'll uh, come back, Andy, and just give a little bit of my inspiration for why uh, I wanted to talk about this today. Okay, um, ever since I was very young, I mean, in like junior high school and reading all about Zen Buddhism and stuff, um, I was struck by the fact that the major religions in the U.S. Um, all think that their way is the only way. And it all always kind of befuddled me um, because I could never understand how one group of people 
judgment on another person's beliefs. And um, and so I've grown up feeling this way for a long time. And um, as the New Age movement grew and grew, new different kinds of labels for um, people's beliefs, for people's past, and all that stuff um, were born. And, and it just, in many ways, um, raised the level of judgment in the New Age community because mm-hmm. everybody's path is different. And what works for me may not work for Kim. And it seems to me that it's very self-defeating to assume a label for yourself, for instance, to call yourself a pagan, and then pass judgment on someone who calls themselves a Christian pagan. Um, it, 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 this serves both you and the person you're judging. And um, I think I think it's very self-defeating. Don't you, Kim? In, indeed. And as you know, um, before we got on the line, um, and Andy and I were just kind of talking back and forth about this subject, it's so true, like I, I never really thought about it until Andy said, well, you know, it, it doesn't do the person who's judging any good as much as it doesn't help those that they're judging. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. As a matter of fact, you know, um, it, it probably does more of a disservice uh, to the person who's doing the judging, mm-hmm. um, you know, because oftentimes who you're judging are really just going about their business. You know, they're going about their path, going about their life or whatever, and your sense of not um, believing in their belief system, in their way of worship, in their way of, um, uh, you know, moving along their spiritual path, you're not believing that it's correct or has the correct name to it or whatever really isn't affecting them. And so it's such a waste of energy as well. And, you know, I was... I just want to interject just for a second. I'm sorry, Kim. Um, I just wanted to interject that it also seems to me that people who judge other people's beliefs and pass judgment on the labels they choose for themselves or the path that they walk, are people who are really insecure in their own. Yes, yeah, exactly. And I I totally agree with that. And I think um, if you are living with a lot of questions about your own path, whatever it is, if if you live with those questions all the time about what you're doing, what you're believing, uh, maybe what you're being taught by teacher, guru, minister, priest, whatever they may may be, um, will will cause you to always be paying attention to what other people are doing and um and put you almost in a defensive mode. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean. Like you uh, because you have these questions, uh, maybe doubts. You know, things that you just simply want to know floating around inside of you that don't feel free to express themselves, 
um, you become defensive when you hear something different, you know. Um, and I, I know that to be true because when I was young, very young on my path, you know, growing up, um, growing up for a while in the, in the Christian church, um, I always had a lot of questions. And just like you, Andy, I, there were certain things that didn't sit right with me. But one of the main things that didn't sit right with my spirit was the fact that so every Sunday I was being taught that those who didn't believe as I believed and didn't accept as I accepted um, were going to go to hell. And there was no doubt about that. There was no question. That was a truth in my church, and there was no questioning that. And I had a lot of questions about that, a lot of um, concerns. It didn't sit right with me as the truth, and I wasn't really in a place where I could question that truth. So when I heard other people just out and about in life as a teenager talking about different ways of practicing in different forms of spirituality, uh, it made me feel defensive on the inside a bit, like, you know, I had to defend what it was that I thought I believed. As I got older, about like 17, 18, 19, I was lucky enough to have a mom who really didn't care what I believed. And, you know, she's like, if you don't want to go to church, don't go to church. I was only trying to give you a little of something that I, that I knew. You know, I, I wasn't brought up with a whole spectrum of, of um, spiritual practices to offer you, so I offered to you what I had. And so we never went back again. And, um, so, and she enjoyed my exploration. And I found that as I moved through studying and just learning, um, experiencing different ways of connecting with my spirit um, throughout my 20s and, uh, and my early 30s, especially with like my huge um, really just exploration, experimentation time, I found that even in my experimenting, even in my exploration of going maybe from one thing to the next to the next, um, I felt so secure in my search, I felt so secure even in my ability to get lost on the path. I felt so secure within myself that it only opened me up to what other people would say or when they would talk about their past or their beliefs or whatever. And I, I also didn't take everything in like a sponge. It was like I was able to listen to other people talk about their past and take it in and enjoy it and say, hmm, and whatever resonated with me, I would naturally keep it inside. And if it didn't resonate with me, I didn't feel angry or mad about it. I would just let it pass through me, and that's how they feel about that thing. And so even during my search, when I really wasn't calling myself anything, um, I, I was so secure in the um, the path that I was choosing, in the way that I was choosing to learn um, how to connect with spirit, how to connect with the universe, I was so secure in it that um, I only really enjoyed hearing and talking about um, other people's ways of you know of their spiritual life and spiritual path. So um, so I think you know that that's something that people really need to. Um, really need to meditate upon 
and um, the fact that if you're if you feel so defensive or angry, you know, um, resentful or hateful or whatever, because I've been seeing a lot of things like that towards somebody else because of what they call themselves or how you feel they are worshiping or whatever it may be, it's time to turn it around and go back inside, you know. And we'll never stop saying that, you know, no matter what we talk about, right, Andy, we always say it's tough. you got to turn it around back to you. You know, the whole, the whole thing is about all of these subjects that we t- touch upon um, is that the work is yours. No one else can do it for you. And in order to discover yourself and to discover what resonates with you and what works for you, you have to go within and search your soul, and um, and that requires work. And it's not always fun, and it's not always pretty, but the rewards are yeah. absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I can't stress that enough. You know, it's it's like trying to get your your soul healthy yeah. um, and in balance. Um, I also wanted to say one other thing about labels. Um, I think that, um, you know, we all want to belong to something. I think it's a, it's part of human nature to want to belong to something. And um, to have that something be part of our identity. Mm-hmm. But to me, one of the ultimate truths of being human and living on the earth plane is being in awareness of the fact that everything is interconnected. And the more you start to label things, you know, and say, oh, I'm this, I'm that, you separate yourself from that oneness that really is at the basis of all paths. And, 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 yeah, and, and indeed, you know, um, I was just commenting on Facebook um, to a woman that um, I listened to, um, Gabby. um, She's now on, which I love, Simply Gabrielle on YouTube. And um, I was commenting to her and uh, kind of talking about the same thing. And I said, you know, she has a, a new series of YouTube videos that she's doing with her son, um, and uh, it's called A Witch and a Christian. You know, it's on Tuesdays now. <laughs> and they sit together with their coffee or their tea, and um, they talk about things from their own perspectives. And they talk about maybe the differences in how they feel about a certain subject, but also many of the similarities of how they feel. Also, her, t- her son talks about his own very specific personal spiritual path and how much it differs from maybe what people might think a, a Christian path might be. And I think that's so enlightening um, it, for, for people to listen to, uh, you know, shows like that, discussions like this one, because uh, even though you might have a group of, of 25 Christians together, they all still, whether they know it or not, have their own personal way that they function um, yeah. within their past, you know, and I, I think it's it's very courageous of um, Elijah to 
to uh, to talk about that to say you know I don't do this I don't I don't read the Bible every day I'm, you know it's not about that for me you know um, I'm open I, I you know I'm open to wisdom it's just that I choose Jesus as my guru as my teacher Jesus is my ascended master you know as many um, New Age people would say so so for him that is what a Christian path is is that he chooses Jesus as his teacher however there are things that that are very much unlike what we might all assume a Christian path might be and so I think that it's wonderful to um, to uh, as Andy said when we remain open when we the the more we can step away from judgment we can then kind of all ride the common thread that that strings itself through each of us and through and through all of these paths you know the the uh, the common the common truth of you know of um unconditional love and non-judgment um and the fact that we all have the freedom um and free will to live this life and to choose to uh, to live the spiritual path that we feel is right for us. Those are the common things, the thread, that common thread that kind of sews us all together. And if you stand in a place of judgment, there's no way you can ever see that or connect with that. And it's really a very sad thing to me. I mean, people that I have known personally that have um, spent their daily lives, like they wake up ready to go out into the world to say, yeah, you know, you, you don't, you're not serving right. You're not worshiping right. You need to go here. You need to be going to church. You need to be in a coven. You need to do this. You can't be a solitary witch. What? Like, like people that wake up like that, I personally have seen them on that mission, and they're they're sad and they're angry, and you know, I mean, how is your your spiritual life helping you when you're always on a mission to to try to take something away from somebody else that really has nothing at all whatsoever to do with you, you know, and um. It, it just it's really sad because, you know, Andy and I enjoy ourselves. You know, we talk about a lot of deep things when, when they arise within us. Uh, we talk about a lot of things that are deep about ourselves, our lives, our own growth and all that. You know, but um, as my cousin said, we're able to bring humor into our lives, humor into our situations, humor into our change, humor into uh, our past, things that, we, that are painful, um, where we bring insight into it, um, but all in all, our lives are really, you know, joyful, and um, and that joy, I think, comes from the fact that we don't even we don't spend any time sitting talking about how other people should be walking their path. I mean, I, you know, I just don't get it. I mean, Andy, what do you think about that? I think I, I had a feeling of disappointment and this may be a sort of a, a, a judgment as well a disappointment in that uh in sort of joining i guess uh, or getting to know the pagan community um through youtube and facebook that that all that, that it runs through that as well like this whole thing theme seems to run through every every single path and and religion well, it seems to me that people that define themselves by some label are people that need something on the surface to say who they are. 
um, instead of coming from a place um, deep within and and living it, you know, and yeah. not having to wear the label on your forehead um, as if to say, I'm separate from you, you're that, and I'm this. this. Yeah. You know, and I think that that the more that we do that separates us from each other, um, the more we get in trouble. And um, and I, and the more we start going around in circles. And like I said earlier, I really do believe that people that proselytize about what they believe are really people that are not secure in their beliefs. Yeah. You know, they have to talk about them all the time. They have to preach them. Um, and they very often don't live them. Yes. Yes. You know, and I think one of the things that sets you and me apart, Kimmy, is that each of us, you and I, um, are very secure in what we believe. Yeah. And we have no we have no desire for anyone else to believe the way we do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if they want to, that's fine. If they don't, that's fine too. You know, it's as individual as each of us is. And, okay. um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I, I it, another thing that I had said uh, to Gabby was that I feel good that I know that I must continue. Like, I must continue to grow. I must continue to, you know, be open. Um, I must continue myself. I must continue to learn. If I'm, if I'm interested in something or I see a word, a video, an article, whatever like that, I must continue that because I've always been pretty naturally open-minded um, but I'm finding that even now that because I will lend an ear to someone that I may not necessarily resonate with or listen to or read an article about, you know, maybe some past that I know nothing about or I've never maybe heard them explained in that way or whatever because it really I feel myself just becoming more open. I feel myself becoming like more expansive um, moving further and further away from non-judgment um, by just being open and not always, you know, um, shutting things down when I immediately maybe hear a word I don't like or something like that, but to really um, take the time to see where people are coming from. And uh, and as I said, and you know, and as Andy said, like we're both two very secure people and we're very secure in that which we really believe and we're also secure in changing our beliefs as well. Um, so I don't concern myself with, oh, I'm going to listen to somebody with a new spiritual label and then when I'm done, I'm going to believe all they believe, you know. And no, it doesn't happen. Um, I, I take from it what interests me. Some stuff may resonate with me. Other stuff, I'm, my, I could hear my spirit go, nah, you know, and um, 
I'm fine with all of that because I don't feel the need to defend anything. I don't feel the need to say anything to that person. I don't feel the need to leave a comment saying, I can't believe you believe that, or this is what the truth is. I mean, I don't feel the need to do any of that at all. Like, it never crosses my mind. Or even, like, you know, um, people will do a thumbs down on a video. I've never hit a thumbs down. You know what a thumbs down on a video is for me? It's called change the channel. I mean, I don't feel the need to to watch somebody express themselves and then tell them I don't like it. Like, I don't even know why YouTube has that on there because I wouldn't pay any attention to that. Honest to God. Like, you know, the, like – um. There's people that we listen to a lot, like Kellyanne Maddox, the Four Queens, um, who we we learn so much from spiritually. I mean, the the tarot and its use of um, you know of self uh, improvement, self growth, and all that. But so much more. She she talks about so many wonderful spiritual subjects. Once again, that that talk about inner work. But she says sometimes she um, there's. She, every time she puts up a new video, it's like it's only up for like two minutes, and there's like somebody that always hits thumbs down. <laughs> it's like it's like they don't even listen to the video; they must just wait for me to upload it, and then, <laughs> and then they hit thumbs down. And I'm like, well, what does that really mean? I mean, you know, if 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 I'm not if I'm totally not resonating with someone, they're talking about, you know, things I'm just like, okay, this really is not me, um, you know, then only thing I do is just hit pause and I just go look for something else. I don't need to go on there and preach to them about what I believe and I heard you say this and I say, I mean, you know, to me that's just like really bizarre and I mean, you know, if I have that much to say, we're gonna do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave all of that under somebody's video or podcast that I disagree with their spiritual beliefs, you know. I mean, you know, it's it's just crazy. And like I said, you know, I mean, I I keep learning and keep really like opening up, you know, because as I said, it was a judgment of me to think that maybe other forms of spirituality and religions were like one way, but but pagans were like another way. Um, pagans weren't judgmental. Pagans don't care what anybody believes. When in reality, I mean, all of us are just the same. As people, and of course, there are people in the pagan community who don't care what anybody believes and just are on their path doing their work. And then there are others that are in everybody's business, just like there are Christians like that, people who are practicing Judaism like that, people who are practicing Islam that way, and so on. So I think what was enlightening to me was that here's another thing <laughs> that all these different paths seem to have in common is that there's always these people that feel that it's their job to be like the high priestess of somebody else's past, you know. Mm. You know, so I, I, did that surprise you um, 
Andy, as we talked about that and as um, I shared some things about, you know, people are like, oh, you can't, you know, you can't be a solitary witch. You need a coven. Oh, no, people are like, oh, no, you're old-fashioned. You don't need to be in a coven. Nobody's in a coven anymore. Oh, you, oh you're oh you a newbie. You can't do a spell that way. No, you need black candles. You can't just change it around just because you like, did you, were you surprised by all of that? No, okay. not one bit. Not one bit. It's the way people are, I think that they reinforce their own beliefs yeah. by trying to tell people um, that they're wrong in the way they're doing what they do. Yeah. And, um, and like I keep saying, you know, it's people who are insecure in their own beliefs that have to proselytize to others about how to practice. Yeah. And um, it. it I, no, it didn't surprise me at all. It actually was very amusing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, and and that's the way I feel about it. Like once I saw, okay, oh, oh all right, okay, it's just the same as as everything else, because it involves people. Did yeah. yeah. <laughs> it? You know, it's just also amusing to kind of see the back and forth going on. And, you know, even people that are offended by being called a newbie pagan or a newbie witch. And I'm like, I called myself that, and, and it, I, I'm not sure what's offensive about that. But people are offended, and then they're like, I'm not a newbie. And then they feel the need to write all this stuff and say all this stuff. And, you know, so, you know, what what we're here to say is the bottom line is that everyone has the right to live their lives, um, and your spiritual path is your life, whatever you call it. If you don't, if you call it a non-spiritual path, it, it's it's your life, and everyone has the right to do with it what they want to do with it. You know, I think one of the the things that I love that I just uh, still resonate with so much, like a lot of things as we travel. Um, through our lives, and as we get older and learn things, and we uh, we shift and change, we we no longer um, resonate with certain things. But one of the things I still resonate with that I did when I was um, much younger um, was Yogi Bhajan, um, who brought Kundalini Yoga to America back in like the '60s, I think. Um, but he had said that you know your your life is like a movie that somebody has already paid for so you handed your ticket and you can go in the movie theater and you can enjoy the movie or you can go to sleep through the entire thing and no one cares <laughs> so <laughs> so so it, it it's everybody's life and everybody has the right whether we agree or not resonate or not with how they live it, how they practice, whether they practice or not, whether they are spiritual or not, everybody still actually has the right to live their lives the way that they want to live it. Um, and and um, I also heard a Christian minister, um, Joyce Mayer, a lot of Christians really love to listen to her. She's very like um, straightforward and, and also very, you know, funny. She's very fun, naturally funny. But um, many years ago, she did a um, 
a, a lecture on television about how to bring more peace into your life. And, you know, Andy and I are always sharing with you that for us, this is what the unlearning is about. It's about how to bring more peace into your everyday life. And, um, and Joyce Mayer was giving sort of like these points on what to do to make your everyday life more peaceful. And she gets to like number three or four, and she says, now, you know, you all been clapping and saying amen, amen, Joyce. She said, now this next one is going to be very silent in here. She said, but I'm going to tell you right now, you know how you bring more peace into your life? You leave other people to live theirs. Even if you think somebody's completely screwing it all up, it's their right to screw it all up if that's what you think they're doing. It's their life. They can do with it what they want to do with it. They can do nothing with it, but it's theirs. And you bring more peace into your own life by knowing that, recognizing that, and stop trying to impress your thoughts, your beliefs, how you feel people should be living and worshiping and all of that on other people. And that will immediately, you'll find so much more peace when you wake up, when you don't have to worry about what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just so profound. And like I said, you know, one of those people was a yogi and one of those people is a Christian. <laughs> so the, the, the truth, that common thread that, that we talked about that sews it all together, is that's one of them, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, so, um, so we are going to – we need to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, we will be back, of course. We, we are really enjoying doing this series um, of unlearning, and we um, are with you. You know, we're with you, and we just thank you for being with us. We are going through these things, this school with you always, you know, um, because there's so many things that Andy and I talk about just nat- that naturally come up in our conversations. Um because we're such great sisters, great friends, and so naturally, so a lot of things come up about ourselves, about life, you know, and things like that. And um, and so we're always changing and growing and shifting and really learning, you know, um, and facing a lot of, you know, demons, you know. And Andy always says this, and she always, she always says it for a reason, that, you know, it's not always going to be pretty when you are trying to, um, and I love that, Andy, when you're trying to create a healthy soul. You know what I mean? Uh, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you just got to, you know, you got to just suck it up and know that uh, sometimes, I mean, just the other day, I don't even know what triggered it, but I was talking to Andy about so many things in the past, in the recent past, that it just caused me so much emotional pain and um hurt and disappointment in people and uh, not trusting people and people cause, you know, doing things to be violating me and different things like that, um, that, you know, I didn't really feel like, oh, I don't want to burden her with all of this past shit and all of this type of stuff, but something triggered it and I felt I knew I had to get it out and she, as always, is here to just listen. You know, she doesn't have, it's not her job to have answers for the past but she does have insight. And when I let it out, she has insight. When she shares something, I can have some insight. We can't change anything for each other because it's, that stuff's already happened. But we get it out, 
and it's not pretty. I mean, it sometimes it causes tears. It, it brings back uh, emotions that we don't want to ever feel again and all of that stuff. But, gosh, you know, you have to really bring it out. It's either now or later because something about life is going to bring it to the surface. And and I'd rather do it consciously, <laughs> you it's know, than very, to have. It's a very healing and cleansing yeah. thing to do. And, um, you know, like Sirius Black says to Harry, we all have light and dark inside Mm -hmm. of us. And um, dealing with your shadow self um, is is always a struggle and a painful process. Um, And dealing with the parts of your life that have um, caused damage to your soul. Yeah. I mean, dealing with them. I mean, it's one thing when you're in the midst of it, but afterwards, you have to process all that stuff and come to terms with it so that it doesn't eat you alive. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, exactly, exactly, you know. um, And that's why, you know, shadow work is so important um there are many ways to involve yourself in it um um you know i i like ritual andy likes ritual um when it comes to certain spiritual work as well uh so you can google so many ways um kellyanne maddox um the four queens on youtube has a lot if you just put in shadow work and put mm-hmm. in the four queens the four queens excuse me um you will find so many informative, practical, easy to understand, in-depth talks that she um, has done on YouTube about how to, what is shadow work and how do you do it and whether or not you're ready to do it, you know. Right. Um, and so um, she's, I think, one of the best resources for that. Um, so it's the Four Queens um, on YouTube, and thefourqueens.com is her blog, Kellyanne with um, a dash hyphen in the middle, dash, Kellyanne Maddox. Um, just put in shadow work, and you will, you'll find all you need if you've never heard of it, know what it means or anything like that, but it really is what we just talked about when I said just like um, sit consciously, you know, allowing myself to sit through some emotions that I no longer wanted to visit, some memories that brought me so much pain. I I didn't want to revisit them, but yet they affect my life every single day. You know what I mean? And so um and so to ease that, to bring me more peace again every day, um I know that I have to get it out. I have to say it. I have to get it out and face it and deal with it and see it and then say, okay, you know, um, it's not the scary monster that it was, you know, um, but no, it's not always pretty, but it is freeing even in the midst of it, you know. So, um, you know, as Mo likes to say, you know, sometimes it's just time to put your big girl panties on. (laughs) 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 You know, that's all there is to it. Everything can't be easy like, uh, you know, everybody's into these uh, life hacks, 
on the Internet now, like uh, how to do, you know, people are writing this stuff about how to do everything easier, quicker, how to get around five steps and only make it two. Like, you know, they call them life hacks. You know, you know uh, for a healthy soul, there's really no life hacks. You know, there's really no getting around anything. Uh, you can for a while, but, you know, it will uh, find a way to surface, you know, and um, uh, even if it's in your passing. You know, that's pretty interesting. Uh-huh. So, um, so yes, yeah, so anyway, we thank you guys so much for, um, for joining us. Um, and thank you, um, Andy, uh, because, you know, you're my girl, my <laughs> sister, you know, and you bring, you bring it all together, you know. And um, so, yeah, please check out our blog. We share everything. It's really pretty entertaining. Um, <laughs> it's about our everyday lives, our spiritual, every, I mean, everything. It's IWonderSisterhood.com. And check us out on Twitter at IWonderSisters. Andy is at, on Twitter at AJ Down DWN Rapid Hole, um, or just put it Andy Levine. Um, and then I'm also on Twitter as well by myself. If you just put in Kim with two M's at Married to the Blog, um, you'll find us there sharing. Um, and um, I think also check out our um, our essential oils uh, page where we. Um, work with, use every day, um, and sell doTERRA essential oils. And it's www.mydoterra.com forward slash I Wonder Sisters. So oh, that's it. So we're going to enjoy the rest of our beer. And we wish everybody a good morning, afternoon, evening, or midnight whenever you listen to this. Um, We we record on TalkShoe. just want to say that. Um, So on TalkShoe.com, these recordings will be there on archive. Um, But we upload to SoundCloud, which we really love. So on SoundCloud, of course, we're SoundCloud.com forward slash I Wonder Sisters. So... Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.